Welcome to the Inside Data Center podcast. I'm Andy Davis, and in this podcast, I will interview the people working in the data center sector and tell their stories. If you are working in the DC sector or you are looking to work in the sector, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Inside Data Center podcast. Today, I'm joined by Scott Willis, the president and CEO of Darkpoints. Good afternoon or good morning, Scott. Yeah, good afternoon and, and, and good morning here, Andy. Nice to meet you and uh, thank you for the opportunity to uh, to join the conversation. No, it's my pleasure. I'm a bit all over the place on time zones today because I had a conversation in the morning in Singapore. I've obviously oh, wow. been working in UK times and now we're in Eastern time, I think. <laughs> yeah, central, central time. Central I'm actually time. In, in Dallas, Texas. So we're, so you, you've had, uh, you have covered the, the globe today. That's it. I've been a busy day. Um, thanks for coming on. I'm really looking forward to obviously learn a lot more about yourself, you know, your career, and also about dark points as a business, and particularly about the edge sector, because I think the edge sector can be um, a bit misunderstood, I guess, as regards to what edge actually is and, and why it's so important in the, the infrastructure, especially now when we're digitally evolving every second, I think it feels like at the moment. So do you want to just give a quick introduction of who you are and what your role is at Darkpoint? Yeah, great. Happy, happy to do that. So uh, again, uh, as Andy said, I'm I'm Scott Willis, and I'm the I'm the uh, the CEO with with Darkpoints, and uh, we are a a Dallas based data center company. Um, we're very much focused on the edge, and and really at a at a at a simple level. We're a um, we're a data center provider, you know, focused on on carrier neutral um, co-location um, uh, data centers uh, uh, delivering, you know, cloud, public, private managed services, uh, but but in particular, uh, very focused on delivering interconnect and peering capabilities into markets that that we phrase or we're coining as as underserved today. Uh, within within uh, the U.S. market, which is which is our initial focus, and really, what what does that mean? It's really looking at smaller tier two, tier three, and tier four markets, and bringing that interconnection and peering ecosystem into those environments where we can deliver a higher performing, lower cost solution to not only meet the digital demands of those communities today, but looking forward into some of the future use cases. And uh, the the tailwinds of five G and and latency sensitive environments, uh, it's really creating um, solutions that that solve for the future as well. So that's that's what we're that's what we're excited about, and that's what uh, that's what Darkpoints is all about. Excellent, and similar within most regions at the moment, isn't it? A lot of the drive is towards those emerging markets, tier two regions, whatever you want to call them. But we can touch on that a bit later. With regards to yourself. How did you first end up working in the world of data centers? Yeah, I mean, uh, so so so. Listen, if you look at my background or or my profile, I've been in I've been in communications since I uh, since I came out of school, and so you know I've um, I've been I've been blessed and 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 just excited about being part of this industry, and that started back in the in the mid '80s. If you want to kind of date me, you can figure the figure out uh, my age pretty quickly. Um, but if you really think about how this industry has evolved from that time and where it's going, it, it has made tremendous strides collectively as a as a communications industry. Um, and I and I think we're still, I you know, as I as I kind of look forward, I think we're we're even on the cusp of what what is going to be greater change, and that's what keeps it exciting. Um, and so, you know, in particular with data centers, I. I uh, 
I, I, I did have, um, um, some experience with it back in, in kind of the, the, the late nineties, early two thousands for a few years, but really as it relates to dark points, you know, it's not a, um, if you think about the dark points model and, and what we do and, and you, you commented, um, you know, your, your comments on edge, right. It's defining what it, what is edge edge means a lot of things to a lot of different people. And, and part of my goal of our conversation today is I want to articulate what edge means to, to dark points. How, how do we look at edge? What are we solving for? Because there will be lots of business models, um, some successful, some not, um, that will be different than ours. But, but, but what's important to me is that we, we articulate to the market what dark points is definition of edge is really about. And, and the way that I think about data centers and you think about the, um, the environment we're in within our industry, the pivot from a from a a, a digital distribution uh, architecture um, uh, perspective that we're embracing as an industry, uh, that's that's what we're doing uh, at Dark Points. We're we're participating in that, and we're looking to to define our strategy and edge, our vision and edge, and how we're going to deploy into the into the markets that I described earlier. And and I don't see it so much as a pure play data center background kind of play, right? I see it more of uh, a collective experience of, of really what my background is in terms of telecommunications, communications, wireline, um, uh, wireless, right? I've, 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 def- I've deployed a lot of fiber. I've deployed a lot of wireless networks. Um, and this is, this is not terribly similar, right? We are, we are going to deploy um, uh, 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 hopefully in, in a, in a demand driven way, um, a lot of locations, and, uh, we're going to put that digital infrastructure out into those markets that are, that are underserved today. And a lot of those experiences from my background that I'm going to be able to draw on, I think are very applicable in, in the way that we look at edge and how we're looking to deploy into, into, uh, many of the edge markets we're focused on today. Yeah, definitely. It's easy to see, um, data centers as a, as a whole as a separate entity but it's obviously part of that digital infrastructure that you talked about there's a there's a lot that goes into the data center and there's a lot that comes out to put it simply and the the communication between that you know me speaking to you now on zoom and reaching the other side of the world is that's what we're looking about isn't it it's that connectivity between users Basically. Yeah, yeah. There, there's there, there's no doubt, and that's the way that that I think about it, and that's the way that I, I don't really tend to look at dark points as a as a as a as a pure data center provider. Although at the core, that's that's what we do. But I tend to reference it in discussions with with individuals like yourself, with with um, uh, you know within internally within the organization, externally within pr- prospective customer base. To me, it's 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 digital infrastructure. Right, we are we are at a we are at a at a at a, at a pivot point within our industry where um, uh, you know processing and 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 delivering you know the the request that compute from a few central locations whether you're talking about North America whether you're talking about globally is is not sustainable the the trajectory and the growth of 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 digital demand right is continuing to be explosive. And as we think about um, many of the of the of the future use cases, right, that 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 demand on that architecture is only going to continue to grow. And and our piece is playing that 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 next round or that next edge uh, deployment of that digital infrastructure to complement 
what's already been built, right, in terms of the, the central um, uh, hybrid environments. And then uh, kind of the, the next evolution of, of pushing out or pushing to the edge was the, the tier twos or the metro edge. And, and dark points is really about participating in that next growth cycle as we, as we, as we continue to pivot and push that digital um, delivery capability out into that user community, whether it's public, whether it's private, whether it's individual consumer, where it's demanded and, and it's delivering in, in, a, in a very optimal and cost-effective way. Uh, and that's that's the only way our industry is gonna continue to be successful and, and, and continue to deliver the demand of the marketplace is by deploying that type of, of, of digital infrastructure uh, in, in, a, in an architectural way that supports the, 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 new, the new digital distribution model that we're trying to create. Yeah, I'm kind of quite fascinated by Edge to say because a lot of people talk about it and I genuinely don't think a lot of people actually understand what it means. And we've touched on it briefly, but as far as dark points, you know, what does Edge mean to you? Is there a specific uh, phrase or terminology that you use when you're describing what it means to you as an organization? Yeah, no, I it, we still refer to it as edge, right? But but again, when you when you're when you're caught up in that it's cycle, just the, of, it's of, just the word, isn't it? It's, it's just like, a word. What does right? it mean? <laughs> That's right. What a, what is edge? I mean, I I've, others have have heard me say this, and I'll repeat it on yours. I mean, if you if you line up five people, you're going to get seven or eight different definitions of edge, right? And that's okay. That's a that's a wonderful thing for our industry um, because it it creates opportunity, and and uh, and and certainly from from dark points perspective, it really is. Um, listen, what what we are delivering and what we're attempting to build. Is is not anything that that the communities that we're we're deploying into cannot achieve today, right? However, the for them to achieve it, they have to uh, they have to uh, reasonably expect an inferior performing solution, and they have to they have to expect a higher cost point. Because if I'm in if I'm in um, uh, if I'm in Eastern Iowa, which is where we've recently deployed. Right, and I want to to participate in an in a in an ecosystem of interconnect and peering, whether I'm a you know a school system or whether I'm an, a, a local enterprise, um, and that's something uh, in in a in a cloud environment that that I desire to participate in. Well, I have to either you know backhaul the way to Chicago, or I've got to backhaul down to Dallas, right, and I've got to pay a cost for that. Right. And what we want to deliver is we want to deliver that capability into eastern Iowa where it's local and where the request that locally is requested, it's processed and it's delivered locally. But yet they can still have access out to either the larger, broader U.S. market or even globally. And we can do that and deliver a far superior performance at a lower cost point because they don't have to deal with transport. They don't have to deal with latency issues associated with connecting back into those markets. And then when you couple that with many of these, these future um, use cases that are becoming more and more visible, whether it's agricultural, whether it's telemedicine, whether it's uh, bio, biotech applications, whether it is autonomous vehicles, whether it's gaming, uh, et cetera, right? The list goes on and on, um, um, uh, you know, manufacturing and robotics. All of that requires um, a latency-driven infrastructure that can support that demand. And so that's that's what we're participating in. We're, we're excited about it. It's, it's, it's bringing capabilities into markets 
that are clearly underserved today and doing it in an optimal way and a, a cost-effective way is, is really what the dark points model, model is all about. Yeah, definitely. And from a customer perspective, obviously with the impact of COVID and, you know, in, in all regions, you're seeing people spread. So basically people are moving away from the cities, we're working in our houses, et cetera, et cetera. Have you seen customers come to you? you know, have you got more demand basically from your customers now for more local sourcing? Yeah, no, no, no question. I, I, I think, um, you know, I, I think, listen, we are, here's the way that I, I look at this, because I'm still very measured in, in how I, I look at edge, because um, edge is evolving. We're, we're still, we're still very much evolving and emerging in terms of, of at least the dark points definition of edge, right? And we're a demand driven model. We're, we're not, we're not putting capital to work on spec. We're, we're demand driven. And so there, there is no, no question when you think about COVID, um, in many ways, it has accelerated, right, the, the need for the model we're discussing around. Exactly, it. exactly. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how I would see it from the outside. It's, you know, if I was a, a customer, I'd suddenly this would be one of my main considerations, as, whereas 18 months ago, it would be something I'm thinking about, but for the future. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. So from that perspective, COVID has has really accelerated and and it's almost it's almost a perspective of of that debate is kind of over, right? I think people recognize the need for for edges here, right? We're no longer we're no longer, you know, just looking at some of these wishful future, you know, latency sensitive use cases that everybody likes to talk about that may be a few years away before they're really prevalent in any way in the market. But I think I think COVID has accelerated um, the acceptance that that edge edge is needed. Uh, but but clearly from a customer perspective, um, it's still measured, right? People still want to understand. You know, you, you've you've you, you've got a, a mindset where they where they they agree it's needed, it's there. But you've still got that that um, uh, the 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 opportunity of saying, okay, I know I need it, but how does it need to be delivered? How am I going to participate in? How is this going to benefit me? Right? What are what's the real value proposition uh, that me as a, a consumer, uh, whether it be an enterprise, whether it be you know uh, the private sector, or or um, whether it be the the, the carriers content, CDN, et cetera, right? All, all of those customer segments that we're, that we're targeting. So I, I would say, yes, I, I think the acceptance and the need is well understood for the model, but we're still, you know, we're still evolving through and maturing from an edge definition or an edge value proposition, um, what that really means. And, and I think that's a cycle that will, uh, that'll, that'll continue through 21, certainly, and, and into 22. Um, uh, but to me, it's a matter of, it's a matter of not convincing the the market uh, around the the advantages of edge, but how do you define and really deploy to optimize value proposition for the for the market or the consumer that you're delivering edge solutions into? And and that's that's the piece that we continue to evolve, right? That we continue to innovate, and and we continue to be. Um, very aware of, of how do we need to evolve our thinking uh, to be able to support and ultimately deliver the value that the customer is demanding at, at a price point that is acceptable to the market. And, and that, that will always continue to be something, I think, over the next um, you know, 18 to 24 months that will be on the, on the forefront of, of what we do every day. 
Yeah, and from a geography perspective, you touched on it earlier that you're targeting those tier two, tier three, tier four regions. Now, I don't think anyone really knows ever what to call these regions, but we'll, we'll stick with that for now. But where is that in the US? Just to paint a picture for the listeners, because obviously I have listeners in the US, but all over the world as well. Specifically, where are you? Where are you operating and where are you targeting? Yeah, so we we right now, so we're listen, the 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 US market, not even North America, right? But the US market is is a very big place, right? And we see we see lots of opportunity um, for for demand within that market. And so we're we're trying to um, we're trying to define the geographical market that we focus on. And, and in our world, what that means is it's a four-region footprint. So it's uh, it's the mid-Atlantic, upper mid-Atlantic, it's southeast. It's Southwest and it's uh, Midwest, Upper Midwest, and and so that's where we're initially focused. Um, what that really represents is that represents about thirty to thirty-two of the fifty states. We're initially staying away from the Northeast, right? Very competitive, very lots of solutions and availability. Uh, similar comments for the West, and so uh, it doesn't mean that. Um, that demand won't take us there, right? If we have a, a, a customer demand that drives us there, we will consider that. Um, we're, we're just at a stage, not only within dart points, but within an industry that you need to be flexible. You need to be able to support demand as you deploy. Um, but but from an initial focus perspective, um, that's where we are. I mean, we're, we're, we're very disciplined. We've built a, a, a data analytics model that um, uh, th- yeah, nothing. I was, in- I was going to touch on that because I read I read an article. It says that obviously you use analytics to identify the sites, which I found really interesting. And I know I've spoken to a few, a few analytical development platforms on this podcast, like DC Byte and the like. Who I think they're just going into the US. But I just wondered what I know. You're not going to share everything, but how you use the analytics to identify the sites. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Listen. We've we've um, we've we've invested. Um, um, we, we think fairly heavily into this because it, it gives us a, a tool and a, and a roadmap to drive our efforts. And there, listen, there's nothing that is, is really um, unusual. It is, it's, it's population, it's, it's commerce growth within these regions, it's competition. Um, listen, the, the, the bloodline of what we do is fiber, right? Whether I'm in Northern Virginia, right? Or I'm in Eastern Iowa to deliver digital infrastructure Fiber is the central nervous system. You have to have that. And so that's a critical piece. We have to understand where, where the fiber is available and where it's deployed. And so when you, when, you, when you quantitatively bring all of that together and you pivot that over to the right, we've, we've developed a funnel, right? And, and today that represents about 212 sites within, the, um, within that, that, that four region geographical footprint that I described, you know, 30, 32 states. And that's what we initially target. Um, and that's what we go after. And, and what we've determined through our quantitative model is we know there's, there's opportunity there. We know there's need, right? Now, um, time sensitivity is a challenge, right? So you have to apply the knowledge of the market to deliver and prioritize those 212 markets based on timing. And then our go-to-market efforts, right, around that quantitative model, right, um, uh, applies demand, right? So as we're out there talking to um, uh, the, 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 the customer um, organizations 
that we will that we are targeting to enable our our ecosystem right will ultimately drive our demand when we get enough interest in a market that's when we deploy and that's that's how we that's how we go to market and that's how we um um uh have have quantitatively developed our our go to market strategy in terms of the markets we want to deploy into so um again you know if if we have other customers which we've got conversations that are going on that reach outside of that footprint certainly open to that but we 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 want to remain very focused and and that drives both our our um organic growth strategy as we're deploying whether it's greenfield whether it's brownfield um uh type of builds new builds and if you look at us right if you look at our our history we're a fairly acquisitive organization um uh and uh the 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 logic and the theory and the thinking behind acquisition beyond um growth scale acceleration into a market um uh uh you know credible you know blue chip customer bases set all that aside right those are all strong value propositions the the key driver for acquisitions is um through our quantitative model we have identified those markets where we see need and and identifying acquisition targets that are in the markets that we've identified right that there's need accelerates us into that market in a very different way than trying to build it ourselves so that's how we think about acquisitions and that's how we look at prospective acquisition targets as we look at growth um and uh when you bring both the the organic build side together as well as the acquisition side that's how we're accelerating our edge model into these underserved markets. Yeah, I was having a conversation with a company this morning in Apex did exactly the same thing by having that flexibility to either acquire or build it gives you much more opportunity to scale up and at a much quicker pace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, listen there's there's no doubt. I mean, you know, you you've got to be sensitive. Uh, you know, listen, it's it's more expensive to acquire than it is to build. um but it it takes time when you build to build up the customer base and build up your market position and in particular right the 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 inner the 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 interconnected peering ecosystem that you're really looking to enable um takes time to evolve and mature and and uh and by accelerating you know through acquisition into those markets you accelerate your 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 path into a particular market or into a particular region which is which is what we're trying to accomplish so we're we're excited about it we've got a we've got a great partner in Astra Capital uh we're very aligned in how we think um and how we um attack the market and they're very supportive and uh in giving us the the tools and the support that we need to uh to build out our strategy and and deploy and and deliver edge into the markets that we we've, we've identified Excellent. And you touched on it earlier about kind of what's driving edge now. And we've got I always I always say this and I'll probably repeat it myself again, but because of the last 18 months in the pandemic, we've forgotten about the impact that 5G is going to have, that IoT is going to have, that autonomous driving is going to have. All this that's got that's coming and it's coming soon. What do you think will have the biggest impact on on the edge market? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, listen, I I think that um if you um you know, I so so you bring up artificial intelligence you bring up a lot of these these use cases which a lot of people like to talk about they're happening right we're we're involved with some of those those ecosystems that are developing but you know I I I try not to focus too much on on the future 
because some of those might be a year away. Some of those might be two years away. Some of those might be five years away. Um, but you, you, you are talking to someone who believes they're coming, right? Um, and they're, they're going to be great for our industry. And they're going to be they're going to be great for society, right? Because they're going to they're going to change uh, and have an impact on 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 our lives, whether it's your your personal life or your professional life in, in a in a in a very meaningful way. And that's exciting to me to to be a part of. But you know, certainly, um, what what you know what what I think you and I align with, and anybody that's in our industry, um, none of that occurs, none of that happens without the initial investment and deployment of the digital infrastructure that enables that, right? It, it's, it's just, it's the, it's the nature of our industry, right? Until you deploy the capability, right? You can't enable at any level of scale, the, the advantages of the use cases that you just described, right? Regardless of which one you talked about. Um, the data center environment, sector vertical, right? However you wanna think about that is going to play a critical role in that. Um, uh, 5G wireless is going to play a huge role in that. Um, uh, is If you think about uh, all of the initiatives around uh, broadband and fiber, right? Fiber, fiber, as I referenced earlier, it is it is the it is the central nervous system that enables all of this, right? None, none, of, none of this, yeah, none of this works without none it. of this works without without fiber. So you know, I it's just listen, I, we're 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 one piece of the ecosystem that's going to enable this capability uh, across the communication. Um, um, sector and and we're excited about it, right? We 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 know we know what we're doing is required. We know that um, delivering and building out that digital infrastructure is absolutely necessary to enable uh, those use cases. And, and we're excited about being a participant in a much broader ecosystem to enable that. And that's, um, you know, that's part of what drives what drives our points. It's what drives me. And I think it's what drives, um, you know, the the um, uh, the the employee base across all of our points. It's what it's what gets us up and and um, and uh, gets us motivated every day. Definitely. And another point which brings us on to really is the digital divide, which I know you've, you know, you're passionate about. And I just kind of wanted to get your views on that and on what it is and what it means to you as an organization. Yeah, I mean, listen, digital digital divide is is much of what I just said, right? And and again, um uh there is a lot that our industry has to do to close the digital divide gap, right? Um uh, and, and that's both the public and the private sector working together. And that's a combination of uh, the economics associated with supporting it. It's the combination of, of technology and innovation and how do you do it in a different way to close the gap on, on the digital divide. It's, it's how do you, uh, as an industry, provide the workforce Right, that will enable the digital divide. There's there's many many components in terms of closing the gap on on digital on the digital divide. And certainly, um, you know, our piece is what I described. Right, our piece is um, is our definition of edge and and how Dart Points is going to bring solutions um, uh, to the to the edge market as as I've described it. And it's enabling that digital infrastructure. Um, in those markets where it doesn't exist today, 
And, and when we do that, that is going to play our part in closing the gap on the, on the digital divide. There's, there's no one organization or one company or, or, or one governmental agency. There, there's no one organization that you can point to that's going to solve for that. It's going to take us all collectively uh, playing our parts and um, bringing the solutions bringing the value, bringing the capability, bringing the technology to close that, 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 uh, that digital divide gap. Um, and, and, and when we do that as, as an industry, we're all going to benefit, right? Not only, not only the players within the industry, but the, the, uh, the end consumers uh, that are the participants that are the drivers uh, in why we want to close that. So it's, that's an exciting piece for for me to be involved with as well. It's it's part of what drew me into into dark points, um, uh, and it's uh, it's something that that is uh, you know to me as we as we kind of look out over the next five or seven years and and kind of anticipate what can become. Um, that's that's clearly that's clearly something that we're gonna we're gonna solve for. Now, will it will it be ultimately solved for? I don't know, right? We, we're not sure what that end game is, but we certainly know that that what we are what we are working towards is working to close close that gap. I agree. The point that you said about collaboration, because whenever I have these conversations, the, the topic always comes up that we can't do this on our own. You know, you can't do it on your own. I can't do it on my own. As much as someone would want to, and you know, I'm, it's, it's similar to with the talent shortage, which I'm always talking about. I say, you know, I can do so much, but it's up to the organisations to work together to bring more people into the industry. And I think the industry is becoming much more collaborative. I don't know if you see it from your perspective. And, and hope, yeah, and hopefully over the last you know, 18 months, because everybody's kind of been in it together, it's created more of that siege mentality where we can collaborate to really have an impact on these challenges over mm-hmm. the next couple of years. With regards to dark points, you know, sort of going back to, to dark points, what's the future? You know, what, what's, where, where are you heading and, and what are your plans over the next couple of years? Yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's uh, it's a lot of of what I've what I've described, right? I, I think that um, you will concede, uh, continue to see us uh, be very aggressive on on the on the deployment side as we look to bring you know the the right solution um, for the right applications and the right needs um, into the markets we've identified. And I think you'll you'll continue continue to to see us. Uh, 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 be very complementary of that strategy on the acquisition side. We're going to continue to to complement and accelerate our our growth into the markets that we've identified. And then it's really about enabling the dark point strategy once we've acquired those locations and and bringing the dark point solutions into that environment where ultimately, if we can create that robust um, ecosystem. Um, through through interconnect and peering um, 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 solutions that we want to bring into the market, that is going to enable that market, that region, uh, and that environment in a very different way than than how they're how they're experiencing digital the consumption of digital infrastructure today. And that's 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 what's uh, that's what's so exciting about this process. Definitely, and I think in all countries, you know, large scale countries such as. US, Australia, you know, China, where there's such a scale to the you forget how big they are, you can have a massive impact on people's lives. But it is to myself in the UK where 
pretty much everybody has access to you know fast broadband or what or 5g or whatever it is yep. in the in you forget the scale of these these countries and how there are people in those areas that don't have access to the internet which seems mind-blowing i think to some people yeah yeah it, it it does and 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 listen it's not a it's not a, a problem that we're we're going to solve for easily as an industry but you know if 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 uh if we all if we all keep it on the forefront of what we're trying to accomplish not only as as our individual organizations but collectively as an industry we're going to we're going to make progress in solving for that right and and ultimately you know i you know one of the things that that drew me you know i you know i i, I think uh, uh you know uh, you know as you think about you know what you do and and kind of what drives you you know kind of the the advice that i tend to uh, I, I tend to talk about is is be purpose driven, right? In in what you do and what you seek out. I mean, have a have a have a purpose as to as to why you're doing that, and and that applies here, right? One of the one of the things that that uh, that I think certainly draws me and draws many others to this industry that we're you know that we're involved with, which is such a great industry, is you know it's it's uh, it has a greater purpose, right? We are impacting. Uh, you know the lives of people in a very different way than how they've how they've historically um, led their lives uh, through the use and the leverage of technology. And 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 for me, selfishly speaking, that's that's something that uh, that I I enjoy and and I'm excited to participate in that type of industry. No, definitely, I totally agree. So I think too many of us take it for granted because it's just what we're used to. We're used to having access to internet. It's sure. It's normal, isn't it? It's just expected. And there are a lot of people in emerging countries, emerging regions where they've never had it. And it's it's a game changer for them. You know? It is. It is. That's 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 exactly right. And 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 again, that's that's we we've all we've all got to solve for that, right? We've got to we've got to we've got to solve for for and and everything in between, right? We've got to ensure uptime, we've got to make sure that where we have it today, that it's it's always on, right? We can always depend on it. And then certainly people that, that that don't have it or they have an inferior experience, we've got to look and always look to solve for that as well. No, definitely. Excellent. I think I've learned a lot about the edge as a sector and also obviously dark points as an organization. I think you've painted a great picture of, of what you are, but also the values behind the business and why you're doing it, which I totally agree with you is massively important, I think, for anybody in their in their career. You need the why, as they say. No question. <laughs> Um, there's one question I ask everybody just before we we close up, um, just to get your opinion. But if you could give one piece of advice to anyone looking to work in the data center industry, what would it be? Yeah, I mean, it's what I think it's what I said earlier. You know, I, I said, listen, I, I and I give this advice to many groups that I talk to. I, I love the opportunity to do that. I, I give I give the advice to 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 my daughter, who's uh, who's who's uh, you know very early in her professional career. She's is in her and is um, you know be purpose driven, right? If you look to to go to work every day and 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 you look at what you do and the time that you commit to it. Um, you know, do it for do it for a, a bigger reason, right? Do it do it because there's there's something there that that connects with you um, that you identify with, and that is uh, is is hopefully driving towards uh, an outcome that's broader than yourself. And and that's that's you know that's the advice I would give is just just find that purpose, right? Uh, regardless of what industry or 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 what you wake up and choose to do every day, and if you do that. I, I think uh, I think that uh, the contributions and the impacts you're going to make uh, as an individual are, are going to be achieved. Definitely. And I, if the last 18 months has told us anything, it is the genuine impact that the, the data center industry and everything associated with it can have on your lives. We, we, no we wouldn't be doing this now, would we? Let's That's exactly right. 
That's, 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 that's yeah, it's exactly right. And it's, it's fun to be a part of it. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm thrilled to have the opportunity. No, excellent. I've, I really appreciate your time today. I've had a, you know, really enjoyed that conversation. And I say, and I think we've learned a lot, some great advice as well, which hopefully everyone will take on board and, and find their purpose and push forward in their careers. Good deal. Andy, nice to meet you. Thank you. I enjoyed the time. Absolute pleasure, Scott. And I'll speak to you again soon.